Okay, it's Wood Model for Toys, it's not three, buddy. Part three, here we go. How we doing? WM14.TV. Oh, we just going? Right, 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 no. Uh, uh, Let's the go. The one and the only. The one and the only. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Who's here? Come on, talk Kate about Chanel. it. Chanel, I'm here back. What is this? The third interview third now? Third one, yes. 2019. Yes, I always come around my birthday. Tomorrow's actually my birthday. Happy birthday in advance. Yeah. Happy birthday. How are you feeling? You. Come on, don't be bashful. You know what time it is. <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Um, I'm getting back to work now. Last year, I took a year off to kind of like educate my mind a little more and figure out what I want to do as far as my next move. And now, for the people to... who don't know what move you're talking about. I'm a rapper. There well, we go. I, I consider myself more than just a rapper because I do it all. So I'm an artist overall. I make music. I write music. Um, I rap. I sing. Um photography, graphic designing, all of that. So yeah, that's what I've been doing for the past three years now. I took a year off to kind of revamp myself, figure out how I want to execute my next move, and now I'm ready to work. Tomorrow's my birthday, like I said. How old are we turning? Oh, I'm turning 25, and this will be the last time I tell y'all nah, my age. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> staying at 25 yeah, for the rest of the year. Funny. I'm Listen. still 25 too, so yeah. I get it. I'm stuck right Listen, here. Listening to the last <laughs> interview, 25. you were 23 at the time. So Jeez, yes. Now, like, what is life like? Uh, um, I think you were you were in a relationship for five years yeah, yeah and then you were single yeah or what is the status now i'm still single for a year <laughs> yeah, I'm still man talk, listen we're going right into it <laughs> hey listen how was that a um, year of being single it was your first time a year in the streets a year being single is great um I, got, I had enough time to kind of find myself and you know pretty much re-love myself again um, I got to know me better, so it's been pretty great. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people out there trying to take me off the single market, but mm. right now I'm just focused on my music, focused on, uh, you know, the career. So, uh, what would it take for somebody to take you off the streets right about now? Well, to be honest, there is someone, <laughs> there is someone who has my interest. So... <laughs> I'm eating chips and he's hating, but you can't even hear it. Yeah. You can't even hear it, but okay. But I'm yeah, stop. okay, so to answer your question, though, there is someone who does have my interest. You know, if I was to get off the market and get in a relationship, I do have someone that I would want to be with. But at the time right now, we're both focused on what we want to do within ourselves so he plays football i do music he's focused on football i'm focused on music and then yeah eventually hopefully maybe we can meet in the middle at the right time why can't you do it like why can't both of you guys do what you want to do and be in a relationship um right now i don't really want to be in a relationship me personally um i would say the same for him as well um he has a little a few trust issues when it comes to women so you know i'd rather him work on that and make sure he's secure before he tries to go anywhere with me because i don't want anything from his past to come in to me because that has nothing to do with me but me personally, I don't really want to be in a relationship right now. Like I said, I was in a relationship for five years. I was committed to someone for five years. And now I'm just, I'm loving me right now. So. How important do you feel this time or that time taking that year off of music to do what you're doing now? Like how important was that for like your personal growth? I think it was very important because I felt like I was just doing stuff to please other people instead of pleasing myself. So it was like, you know, I'm just 
try to hurry up and do this one song real quick just because everyone's asking, where's the new music? Where's the new music? But I'm right. not actually putting my all into it. You know, I'm not actually putting my personal creativity into it or making it how I want to make it. Um, and then not even just that, like, I wasn't really sure what was my next move, like, as far as grabbing the attention of my audience. So I kind of just wanted to educate myself of how to market myself instead of just putting content out there but not actually marketing marketing it the right way so it was very important extremely important because now i know so much and i know how to market my music through social media instead of actually going through other platforms you know that's charging you all this amount of money for no reason and you can right. put all that money and invest it into yourself and you know it may seem like you're losing more money but eventually when it comes back it's totally worth it so yeah i feel like taking that year off was worth it with your growth and where you're at right now, do you ever look back at some of your old work and be like, oh my gosh, like, what was I doing? Or, like, how do you feel about your old work? That's crazy that you said that, because this sweater <laughs> that I made, this was the very first song that I ever put on the internet. So, I kind of put this sweater on today to kind of remind me where I started from. Um, and this song is called Where's My Dough. Uh, I honestly do not like that song anymore. And... I mean, what I was talking about in the song, lyric-wise, I like it, but the fact that I am more secure with my delivery and how I want to sound on the song, I felt like I could have said that song totally different. So, yeah, um, that probably is maybe the only song I really don't like from my old work, but everything else, um, I like it personally because I see myself grow on each song, and I just appreciated everything I learned from the old song to current. So, yeah. Is there anything in your music that you were going through and you go back and listen, and you're like, oh, wow, like, I was going through that. Like, <laughs> I made it through this. Um, uh, I would say, okay, there was this one song. I literally, I don't know, I don't know if you're watching my Facebook right now, but it's like, I feel like you guys are reading my mind. But, <laughs> but like, I had wrote this song in, like, 2015, maybe 2016, and the song is called Real No More. And, um, I mean, it kind of was some song parts in the song was true it came from an old relationship that i was in but i kind of just made my own storyline behind it and you know just put myself in someone else's shoes and wrote a story about whatever was in my mind at that time funny thing is going into 2018 2019 i literally just re-released the song on itunes but this what i'm talking about in the song literally kind of just happened to me in like 2018 going into 2019 mm. so it's like it was kind of trippy to me because it was like I predicted my future if I look at it like that. Like, that's right. crazy how I said it. And it didn't happen at the time, but in the current situation, it's just so relevant. So, yeah, that was kind of weird to me, but cool at the same time. Do you feel like your new self, by any chance, would have done better in your old relationship? Or your new self maybe would have never gotten the relationship you were in? Like, where you're at right now, five years is a big chunk of time considering you're about to be 25. Right. Do you feel like where you're at is like you could have done better or you know what I'm saying anything different in the relationship you're in um I feel like the main thing in our, the relationship that I was in was the communication um I feel like me now yeah I would say if I could take where my mindset is now back into the old relationship it possibly could have worked out but at the same time we were two totally different people mm -hmm. um and me doing music was actually the cause of what changed everything because the fact that I'm getting attention and you know I have to put my time into something else it kind of just affected the trust level in the relationship so 
I really don't think it would have changed anything. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you got a follow up. Uh, no so do you have, so looking back from last year to this year, like what, what was like the biggest change in your life? The biggest change in my life, uh, well, I would say I went back to school and uh, I decided to stop working. Mm. Um, that was a huge change because me stop, me not working, you know, you go from a consistent pay rate. You're getting paid every Friday or paid every uh, bi-weekly Friday, I guess. Um, so basically consistent money coming in to you got to kind of just cut back on your spendings or make money however any way possible you can. So there was times where I was at my lowest. Um, going to school, just sticking it out, you know, getting my financial aid, that worked, but it only lasted for so long. Right. Um, trying to keep up with my grades and still do my music and do this photo shoot or, you know, um, I do hair, so putting that appointment in there and stuff like that. So the main difference with that was, yeah, the financial situation. I've been at my lowest up and down over and over again. Like, I would be to the ground, pick myself back up, and then fall straight back down and... It was just, the challenge to me was just more so keeping myself focused and not really falling into a depression, which I did in 2018, probably like after my birthday. I just mm. slipped into a depression and I was just like, what am I doing at this point? Wanting to give up, you know, and I had to kind of just remember why I did it in the first place and getting myself back focused and stuff like that. You have kids? No. All right, still a year, no kids, no people, put no it on kids. the tally mark. No With that... Uh, let's just insert a kid. Could you imagine doing all of the things that you're doing now? Um, yeah, I think I can. I feel like I'm superwoman. Um, I can put so many tasks on my hand. Yes, sometimes at times it does get overwhelming, but I always find a way to get through it. Um, and the craziest thing is I've been having baby fever like crazy. <laughs> like crazy, like, oh my gosh, babies are just... I got some Tylenol, it's called Jackson <laughs> Jr. and Michael. If you need it to take any, let me know. Fellas, yeah. and she doesn't like the DM, so I know what this part of the interview is going to do, just to let you guys know. Just, when you see her in public, just say, you know what I mean? Man, do your thing, you know? Man. Now, the DM situation is cool. It's just all about how you approach someone in the DMs. Like, I don't think it's a secret that I'm not really interested in a relationship. I feel like I say that a lot. I express that a lot. Um, but, you know, men don't take no... Well, certain men don't take no for an answer. And that, that gets annoying. Especially when it's just like, you're telling them, you're trying to be polite. And you're like, yeah, I'm not interested. Eh. You know, uh, I'm only using my DM for promotional purposes only. Right. And tomorrow you get a, hey, beautiful, hey, queen, oh, I want to marry you. Da -da 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 -da. And it's just like, yo, didn't you not just hear what I said yesterday? Like, no. So, <laughs> DMs, please just stay out of my DMs. So, DM. how does somebody approach you in person? Um, I mean, hey, how you You're doing? busy, you're, you're on your way to school, mm -hmm. I'm about to be late to class. Yeah. This is the only time, how do I get to your attention? Because I can't DM you. Uh, just hey, I don't know, hey, how you doing? Where you going? It's just say hello to me. That's all you have to do is say hello. Start a conversation. I don't really like people that bark at me. Like, hey, like literally yesterday somebody was screaming at me across the street. Like, hey, hey and want me to go walk across the street to entertain them. And it's just I feel like, like I could guess a few streets you might have been on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... It was in the neighborhood. It was in the neighborhood. I was walking up the street, literally, just going to my cousin's house. And he was just, like, screaming. And I don't like attention like that. So it's like, 
Oh, I was just like, oh my god, just please stop screaming. It, it, it killed don't it. come over here. Yeah. But then Dale made it worse. He's like, yeah, I know you hear me. I'm going to get in my car and follow you. And I'm like, oh, please don't do that. Just speed walking. Speed walking. I had to end up calling my sister like, can you please just come pick me up from down the street? I'm not walking back down the street. Like, yeah. They aggressive. So, luckily, you don't have a kid right now for how you're moving out there. But... Uh, to ask you at what point made you just say, all right, I'm not working anymore. I mean, because that's a big risk. Yeah. Um, I want to say, okay, I was at my last job. Um, and, you know, when it comes with music, stuff just comes at you randomly. So it's like you always have to make a choice. Is it, do I go to work today or do I go do this show? Do I go to work today or do I go entertain this studio session? So it got to a point where it was like, okay, if I'm going to be an artist, that's my business right there. That's my job right there. You have to put your whole 100% attention into that if you're really serious about getting to where you want to get to. So, I, I want to say back in like 2014 when I first started, my cousin told me, quit your job. And when he told me that, I looked at him like, you crazy. What do you mean? How am I going to get money? And he's like, I'm just telling you now, if this is what you want to do as far as an artist, you can't do both. <laughs> you're going to have to you pick and working is not going to be it and what kind of made me come to that conclusion was when you know when I'm trying to take off certain days or you know negotiate you know and most of my bosses and my managers knew that I did music they knew that that was like my first priority and when it came to me trying to take off to go ahead and pursue my dreams it was always an issue so I just decided to just get it off the mud do you feel like your maybe your living situation or financial situation allowed you to do that? Like if you don't live on your own or you have any help, do you feel like that may have allowed you to to, to make this choice? Yes, yes. Um, do you have a support system? Yeah. Or whatever? Me and my sister, we stay together. Um, we support each other wholeheartedly. Um, she believes in me just as much as I believe in myself. And it's just like basically like, do you. You got it. Go get it. And eventually, you know, it'll pay off. It'll pay off. It'll be all be worth it. So... The fact that I have her in my corner, and not even just her, I got my mom in my corner, uh, my brothers, my cousins, just, you know, that reminded me, okay, you're destined for something, so just go out there and get it. Do you think if you didn't have any of that and you were really on your own, do you think that would make it a little harder to make a choice like you did? Um, I don't, uh, maybe, maybe. Just me knowing me, I'm, I'm cheap. I'm cheap. <laughs> I'm cheap. So it's like... To, if I was on my own, the only issue I would have is like paying rent and the smudge and the PG&E. Yeah, that I can't. I can't have a studio session if I don't got no lights. So right. that would yeah, that would tell me you have to stay working because these bills have to be paid. And I would just most likely probably have to find something that can relate to what I'm doing as far as music wise. Mm -hmm. Which is not easy as well because I've tried it, trust me. <laughs> so the so support system is really big. Yeah, support system is really big. Um, I mean, especially when you go through it. Like I said, I went through a depression. You know, if you don't have your support system, you will never find yourself coming out of a depression. You will never find yourself um, building confidence within yourself. And yeah, just whatever falls into that category. Your support system helps a lot. And a lot of people don't understand how important it is. And, you know, the people around you, when they tell you that you're doing great, they don't understand how, just that one little saying really meant a lot, can mean a lot to me. I could be feeling like, I don't know, like the worst person ever today. And then you just saying, hey, you know, your music is great. 
you know, I want to hear it, you know, keep on making that, you know, you make me feel like a, a great person when I hear your music, that could just change my mood 360, so, yeah, shout out to my support system. <laughs> <laughs> how, at uh, approaching 25, how are you looking at life? <sighs> I'm 75 cents away from 100. That's how I look at it. It's like, man, I'm 25 now. I got five years to at least kick my foot in that door. Um, it's, it's no time to slack. It's no time to just relax. It's no time to chill. None of that. I have to get to it and get to it fast because, you know, time waits on nobody. I was 18 yesterday. So right. it's like, dang, as soon as I blink, like, whoo, dang, when I turn 25. So... Yeah, I just feel like I have no time to just slack. I gotta get to it. You have any goals that are like, not necessarily like major goals, but like just personal goals for yourself? Like, oh, I, I at least don't want to gain any weight. You know, my, I know my metabolism is slowing up. Yeah. You know, like things like that health-wise. Um, yeah, actually, um, I've been working on my eating habits. Um, mm. I took a nutrition class, so I'm like scared of everything right now. <laughs> I've been reading everything in the refrigerator, and if it's kind of weird to me, I don't even eat it. So, um, one of my goals is, yeah, to better my eating habits. Um, I'm not going to go full vegan. I don't think I can do that. Mm, but um, I've been thinking of mixing, yeah, the vegan and pescatarian dishes together. So, fish, chicken, uh, turkey, um, seafood, pretty much. Is that anything, like, people in your family are doing, too? Or... You would um, be the only one. Well, I wouldn't say um, not necessarily just labeling what their choice is, but mm. my mom is like a super, super health nut. Like, mm. yeah, she's smoothie crazy. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Juicing and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So now is she always like, like that growing up? Or um, she just start? I want to say she's been like that probably for a good four or five years now. Was there something that made her do that? Or she just... Um, just, I guess, just reading a lot, educating her mind, learning what's in food and stuff like that. And, you know, just family history of different types of um, diabetes and cancers and high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and she just kind of wanted to, you know, break the cycle. Well, that's cool. What dishes were you eating growing up that now you're like, man, I can't believe I was eating that? Chitlins and all that. No, okay. You know, bologna, <laughs> mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah, I would say bologna, mayonnaise, uh, cheese, bread. Uh, Stick to the roof of your mouth. <laughs> man. Uh, but I've always been super picky with certain things that I eat. Um, but, you know, I'm soul food, you know, but I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't even take that out of my eating habits. I'll just change what's in it. Like I'm completely anti beef, complete, completely anti pork. Mm. Um, no bacon. No. If, if uh, it is, maybe turkey. But I don't even like turkey uh, bacon because it tastes like plastic to me. Mm. Uh, yeah. No bacon. So. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna put that on the tally mark. No bacon. Okay. So <laughs> not even a little bit. Yeah. So uh, man, I, I'm trying to think of the last interview. What you said you were doing? Oh, music wise. You say you're on iTunes now yes, and all that. Yes. What made that happen? Well, I'm going to give... I mean, I've already been on iTunes um, when I did my first EP. Um, I did. I, w I just went through Distro Kid and was reading on it. And it was like, oh, you know, you can get your stuff on iTunes. So I just did it. Oh, I'm on iTunes. Right. But now, um, I'm going to give all credits to... Trap Dez, that's my bro from L.A. Um, he's he's actually an up-and-coming artist as well, and he's kind of booming around uh, West L.A. area. Um, but yeah, he um, 
He just was showing me one day, like, all, all the distribution that he put his music through. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, um, iHeartRadio, Pandora, on YouTube, SoundCloud, you know, etc., etc. Right. And he was just showing me basically, like, the revenue that he was gaining from all his streams and his downloads and stuff. So, me physically seeing it with my own eyes. Because when I did my first project, I didn't really know that... Yeah, you put it up there, but you also got to push it at the same time right. to get what you, you know, you deserve. So when I did my first one, I want to say when I finally checked the account, I only had about like 70 bucks up in there, which I was like, oh, cool. Like, right. hey, mm -hmm. I, all right, nice. People actually <laughs> really okay, you know? So when I seen his, though, I was like, whoa, like, <laughs> how did you do that? Right. So, so, and he's like, he's he's just like showing me the dates and stuff, and it's just like, I'm seeing it, it's on his phone, so it's like, dang, I didn't get no numbers like that, so, right. you know, what did you do? And basically, he just put himself out there, not just only on social media, he's out in the streets physically showing his face, you know. Um, he also inspired me to do stickers with my face on it, you know, he's putting the stickers everywhere, you know, putting his social media name up there, and people are actually grasping to it, grasping right. to it. Once they hear his music, they like it. And yeah, they just streaming it, playing it, sharing it with their friends. So him giving me that piece of knowledge made me go back, okay. And he said he went through TuneCore as well. TuneCore offers more features than DistroKid. DistroKid is kind of like a third party of TuneCore, mm -hmm. if you ask me. So yeah, so I went in, did my research, um, and figured it out, set it up. And yeah, now I'm getting it rolling. And I actually see that it's working because I started off with zero listeners on Spotify. Um, I want to say I just started my distribution two months ago. Right. And now I'm at almost 35 listeners on Spotify. And mm -hmm. I was like, you know, 35, that's cool. <laughs> I went from zero to 35. Right. So it's like, you feel me? Like, I'm sending my links out, and I appreciate everybody, the 35 people that's out here streaming my stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And um, like I said, I've seen it with my own eyes. It works, and I'm just ready to start seeing them numbers, too. <laughs> now, you said a little earlier, five years. He was like, five years. I got five years of kicking the door. Yeah. What happens at five years if the door doesn't get kicked in? Like I said, I'm a very multi-talented person. Um, when I say five years to kicking the door, I'm more say so for my music. Yeah. Um, because you can do so much if you know how to do more than one thing. I can be an engineer if I want. So if I can't kick that door in music-wise in five years, then I can kind of shift into becoming an engineer, you know, charging for studio time, mixing and mastering everyone's music, um, executive producing in their tracks and stuff like that. Um, or, I mean, I do hair as well, so I can kind of shift into that category. Um, at the end of the day, I'm going to figure something out. Um, but if the music doesn't work in five years, yeah, I'm going to just go ahead and use one of my other talents and just go ahead and work on that. So going to work at Walmart isn't in your future? No. No. I just can't. I see myself as a businesswoman. I see myself as the one owning jobs and um, basically giving jobs to people that I feel don't really have the opportunities that they would love to have. I want to open doors for everybody else. But I cannot see myself working minimum wage, nine to five, doing something that I don't necessarily really like. Nine times out of ten, I probably can do the job better than the boss, but yet the boss is treating me like I'm beneath them. So I just can't, I can't see myself doing that. I'm an entrepreneur. That's just in my blood. 
well said. I want people to soak that in. Like that's actually what an entrepreneur is. Is actually not having a job. If you have a job still, and you're doing your thing, you're an entrepreneur still, but yeah. you're like not all the way like there. Like part time. Yeah, it's like part time. Yeah. So okay. So giving jobs. So you don't mind going back to the community and. No, that's all like that. that's like my main goal. Um, a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people do music just for the popularity and stuff. I do it honestly because I'm just naturally good at it and. I just feel like that's a way of me opening a door for something else that I probably will see myself doing as longevity. So my main goal is just to basically accumulate some type of revenue and invest in owning things and providing for the community around me, not just the community though, my family as well. But yeah, I just want to help the less fortunate. That's the, yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to say <laughs> But yeah, I want to help the less fortunate and that's like my main goal for everything. How important is that to you? It's extremely important to me because I feel like our generation is, is getting lost by the years and um, we don't have a lot of people to look up to. Um, we don't have a lot of hope out here. Um, you know, I feel like we're, a lot of the younger generation is getting raised to basically assume that they're automatically going to fail to assume that they're automatically not going to get the best job out there in the world. Um, so I just kind of want to shift that outlook on life and show people that there is people out here that's in your corner and, you know, want to put the positive stuff out there, out there in the world instead of the negative stuff out there. So, yeah, I just want to kind of help save these generations. <laughs> like, did you have anyone like that growing up like, um, to look up to? Yeah, I had a few people. Um, one of the main individuals I would say is my cousin he's Charlie um he's like a full-blown entrepreneur like me growing up watching him I would see that man with no money in his pockets and he did music as well and he would go to every gas station out there and sell his CDs and you in your mind you don't want to buy a CD but after he's done talking to you you end up buying a CD just from the type of person that he is so like I said I would see him go with no money in his pocket and come back to the house with a whole bunch of money and he's giving us food to eat because we can't eat tonight you know or he's taking us out to go do something or buying us you know just something just he'll make his money and just spread it all throughout us cousins his kids his mom his brothers his sisters etc etc so he was like one of my main influences growing up and he pretty much taught me how to get it out the mud so how's he doing right now he's actually doing great now um he started this whole uh, car shop now, so he's uh, rebuilding transmissions and engines. He still does his music as well, but he's another one that's multi-talented, and that's what he's doing right now, building engines and stuff. So. Wow, so seeing that, it was basically in your blood to just be an entrepreneur. Yeah. How, um, have you hit a point where it was like, all right, man, like a job might have to be the move because shit just ain't clicking. Yeah, I say that every time. I tell myself, like, okay. First of the month. <laughs> yeah, when it gets to, like, okay, these bills is coming in. Oh, man, okay, maybe I'll go hit up one of my, because I do the temp agencies. I like those because you get them quick. Um, they're not, you know, long term, so you could just work for however long they're going to allow you to or however long you choose to work. Right. So I just tell myself, like, if, if, if it all comes down to it, then I'll just call up Melissa and tell her I need a job. Right. Work a good three months, save up some money, and then quit it again and just get back to it. Right. So, you know, times are rough. Uh, what's your opinion on sugar daddies? <laughs> 
My opinions on sugar daddies. Look, look. I don't knock no hustle. Look, I would love to have a sugar daddy in my life. Guys, disclaimer in front of this interview. Uh, we have nothing. I just want to get the reaction. <laughs> I really don't even look, care about the answer. Look, look, look. That's crazy because I posted something a while back on uh, Facebook and I was like, man, I would love to have a sugar daddy. With no sugar, so would it be like a sugar-free daddy? I would love to have a sugar-free one, like, like a sweet and low daddy. Yeah, sweet, so, that's exactly what I said. So, sweet and low, that's so, like a sweet and low dad. So yeah. Uh, no, just one that don't really want the sugar. You I know, mean, just, what if he's, yeah. yeah but what if he has weird fetishes? As long as the fetishes is not like I have to kiss the man, or what if he wants you to like pee on him? I would pee on him. In front of this, our audience is 13. I mean, some people, I mean, some people. Listen, guys, we're gonna go down the road. I don't think any of us is ready for it. You, you, you two have, you two has new, new, new I'm gonna be honest. Ask me a question, I'm gonna give you okay, my 100% so honesty. Back, back to the sugar daddy you can on him. So, are you hugging him after though? No. Did you pee? Oh no. Hey, a thousand dollars extra. Oh, we gonna hug this. Oh no, no, alright, alright, here we go. This is the dumbest shit. Guys, here we go. So at what is the price point of you peeing on a man? He gonna have to for thirty dollars and eighth? Nah, that's too much. You damn near black a man in the kitchen. sack for an hour straight. You don't have to do nothing. You just gotta hold hold his sack. Yeah. I could do that. I could do <laughs> that. <laughs> no, Look, I'm just gonna do it. Hold on, guys. Alright, listen. The DMs are now gonna fly. <laughs> Look. Look. Back to I the just, Oh, and I guess the butt, too. We can yeah, say the butt, well, yeah. too. Private area. Yeah. So but if did. he want me to punch him in his testicles, I will suck them things. Yeah. Are, are, you, are you giving out foot jobs? No, I don't like feet. No, 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 like, he likes your feet. Oh, yeah, he can rub my feet off. No, no, nah, with the other, no, uh, uh, oh, a foot job. Oh, with the feet. Yeah, you do Oh, yeah, I mean, hey, look. Oh, uh, this <laughs> hey, is so that's stupid. that's just my feet. My this hands ain't touching nothing. It's all right, my feet. All right, so now that you guys know what she's doing out here in the streets, <laughs> if look, you thought the glow up wasn't real. I knew her. Look, okay. But I only do it if you cash at me to make <laughs> Alright, so do you judge your friend if she's doing it? No, like I said, I don't no, know. no. But if she, but if no, she's using them, she's doing full blown mouth to anal. I don't knock anyone's hustle. She's kissing your kids. She ain't kissing my kids. But that's your, that's your if, friend. I, if I'm aware of that's that, God she mom. might. No, I'm saying that's God, mom. She ain't kissing my kids. So, so, so <laughs> one that doesn't do it kisses your kid, and then she goes in for the kiss, and you snatch the kid, uh-huh. and she's like, what? What, what, why are you, you like, you, you know why I did that. <laughs> Girl, don't get me to talk Girl, shit. I use condoms every time. I don't care about none of that. First of all, <laughs> you ain't kiss the kids. Uh-uh. No, no, no. That's out. That's out. Unbelievable. What about the ones like that that say they haven't had sex in a while and you're like, 
do you know what you do for a living? Like, do you view that as, like, I know some girls that do that. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, man, I haven't had sex, but it's like, I just saw you posting a picture in a hotel room. I know what you were doing. Like, do you think there's a difference because it's work? Or... Uh, no, I don't think they should even say that. <laughs> you asked me. Don't even mention it. Like, whoa, hypocrite. <laughs> but no, nah, I don't. I don't think that. That's not an excuse. Yeah. That's a sexual interaction. So work or not, work or not. If you break that celibacy, you're not celibate. <laughs> a porno star has. Is that the same thing? Is that not work? Um. What makes it? What's the difference between a prostitute? Yeah. W2s. <laughs> well, well, the difference, well, the difference is a porno star doesn't get arrested for what they're doing. Depending on where you book. Well, it's more of a business uh, journey with them. Uh, prostitutes, that's more on the legal side. They say they're in Nevada. Well, hey, that's the same thing then. Yeah. Would you Would you let one kiss one without the other? <laughs> what? <laughs> would you would you let the prostitute kiss and not and, and, the uh, oh, porno star, or would or you vice let versa. Vice versa? like your child? Are they both getting neither? None of them. Neither. Okay. Especially the porno star. Oh my God, they are out of control. But you don't. Really but they're know. clean though. Yeah, I guess. I mean, well, depending on where you book. Neither. Neither. Okay, so <laughs> neither. Uh, cool. So what, would you do, would you do massage on a naked man? <laughs> uh, uh, put it like this. Let me, let me let me just answer this question all over again. <laughs> Any guy that I decide to do anything with, he's got to be attractive. I'm not doing it to somebody that's I'm not. Attractive. Nah, you got to. Well, you can't discriminate in this game. Man. It's 2019. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing anything. But it's 2019. It's 2019. But she was gonna do it with a handicapped sugar mama, daddy. And yeah, be attractive. So in the workplace, I know you haven't worked in a while. If there was sexual harassment and the man looked good, mm -hmm. and there was sexual harassment and the man was old and ugly, mm -hmm. would you complain about one and not the other? Or you complain about sexual harassment and sexual harassment. Um, I probably wouldn't even complain. I'm gonna check it myself. Um, mm. I, I respect if I tell you that I feel uncomfortable. Don't talk to me like that. Don't touch me in this kind of way, don't even stand by me in this kind of way, I will hope that you respect what I have to say and I wouldn't have to go out my way to do that. But to be honest, stitches get stitches, I ain't no whistleblower, so I just handled it on my own. Well, if the same thing was said, 65-year-old Earl with one blind eye yeah. and a messed up leg, yeah. and then you got fine Eric okay. that's 25, mm -hmm. your age, mm -hmm. tall, <laughs> same, same thing. Well, it depends if I... Ah, I know well it depends. Look, because not to lie, but I'm oh, gonna do that. If, if I'm attracted to Eric, I'm probably going to be the one doing the same for <laughs> So look, Eric ain't even got to worry about it, but Earl, get, get your old ass away from me. So Earl don't get to play, but Eric, Eric gets away with yeah, it. Yeah, Eric can get it all uh, day. Guys, that's, I just can't. Uh-uh. That's my dad, my grandpa. Mm-mm. Nah, Earl, go that way, dude. All right. <laughs> now, Earl said you could pee on him, though. For no, I heard the guy. All right, it went left. Right, I went left. Since all, no, look, no, look. We okay. already did. Okay. So, we had this conversation. Okay. And, and it sounds horrible, because I don't know how to word things. Horrible. So, if 
if a guy was really attractive, mm-hmm. let's say Eric, mm-hmm. let's use Frank. Frank is, Fra- oh yeah, Frank, Frank is here. Frank's the name. Frank is the name here. Okay. Frank. Let's say Frank is really, really attractive. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. But he has a small dick. Does that change anything for you? That's funny because I just wrote a song, right? And at the end, I said I needed a tall chocolate man with some good dick because the last little team that I had was on shrimp shrimp. And I'm just, mm. gonna, I'm just gonna be completely honest. That's a deal breaker for me. But even if I don't care how fine you is. Okay, fine. And you guys kept the like, chemistry, chemistry for three months. Is there. Three months. Y'all didn't even have sex for three months, mm-hmm. and it was like. Girl, if this you, is the moment. You telling your friend, like, girl, he is happen. perfect. Like, if he asks me to marry me now, I'm marrying him. And then y'all finally get your me. moment to do it. He whip out and be like, well, you know, it is a little cold. <laughs> do, you either, do you even go through with it or do you walk away in that moment? Oh, do man. you go through with it and just be like, I'll never do this again? Or do you just be like, y'all connect on no everything level you ain't perfect. never connected on before? He asked me to marry me, I'm marrying him. <laughs> and y'all got this is yeah. you saying and not me saying it look look okay Ooh, perfect answer man. the question perfect man I would, have to, I would definitely try it out I would try it out if he could work that little thing then baby let's get married let's go ahead and go through it but if he can't work it I'm sorry that's a deal breaker Okay. I, I will cheat on him. Okay, <laughs> okay guys. I'm not even a cheat. Run away from the DMs <laughs> hey, look here we go hey, this is it now it's a two-part thing, but what if the guy was not really attractive, mm-hmm. but, you know, he whipping out. Hey. Would you, would you even get a chance to know if y'all chemistry is anything at all? Like, would you even try it just based off he's ugly? It depends, to be honest. Like, it could be like, if we could be cool, because I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> Friend zone immediately. I, I, yeah, exactly, because... If you're not attracted, I'm not even going to, no, blockers is on. I'm not even catching any type of sign you're sending my way. But it could happen like that. You know, you can be around somebody and their personality could just be super, super dope. And it's just like, dang, you a real cool ass person. You ugly as hell. (laughs) (laughs) But you you cool. You feel me? I like your personality. So, I mean, hey, if it happens like that, you know, looks aren't everything. I'm more of an intellectual person anyway, so if you can get my mind and I got your mind, that's the most attractive thing to me anyway, so. So, why why does a man have to wait to get married to find out how trash the box is? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know I was just saying, like, why? <laughs> like, like a, a, man, a man would never know. It's just like, okay. I have to. And wait, 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 real quick, for so people understand what you're saying. When he's saying that it's like a woman can kind of see through the gray sweats or the basketball shorts yeah. what a man is <laughs> technically working with. Okay. Whereas in a woman, with a woman, it's like she could have a body but the box be trash. So if we were in a world where somebody waited till they got married, yeah. like a woman could be like, well, girl, I saw the other night it was Netflix and chilling and I saw it sitting on his, <laughs> on his lap. So I already know I'm marrying the right. one. And he could think he is and then he get inside and, and he's a hot dog out of all of if, if I was ever in that predicament, I would want him to tell me. How would you know, though? A man would never say anything. It could stink, and he's still going to say that's, that's, that's stupid. That, no, and, you know what? That's completely <coughs> the truth, because it's been times where, you know, I can't encounter where it's some guys out here that really think an odor is, like, the normal thing. Like, mm. you don't stink. The 
Like, duh, I'm not supposed to see. What you mean? Like, you know, there's people out there that thinks that, I guess that's normal, or odor. That's not normal, y'all. That's not at all. If somebody has an odor, it's an infection. But, I mean, can you ask the question again? Because <laughs> I'm trying to I'm figure out how to answer. Now. Like, men have to, to kind of, like, if they wait till marriage, like, wait till then to kind of find out what a woman technically is working with. Yeah. Where women could kind of, here or there, depending on the situation, yeah. kind of see what a man's working with, depending on how he walks and what he's wearing. So like, do you feel like that sucks for a man? Yeah. Because a woman doesn't yeah. know. Yeah, because if I was a man and I waited for a woman and she already knew what I had and this is what you bring to the table after however many years I and sat here thinking about this shit and we're married now, divorce papers. <laughs> no, I'll just play. I'll just play. I don't know. I really, if, I mean, as a man, I think you should just be honest with your partner. Just y'all, y'all marry no each other. There's no way to fix it, though. You're just There's loose, no way, lady. Well, it's just trash. Well, I, I'm not a man, so I can't speak, but if I was a man, my thing is, I would be like, you're going to have two op options. You're going to either choose to deal with it, bear with it, get used to it, or leave her cheek. Say you want to be celibate, maybe three. I don't even want to do this no more. <laughs> yeah, niggas ain't going to do it. It's not, not going to happen. So, <laughs> all right, so look, all right, we're getting to that point, guys. Looking towards the future. What do we have going? Like, what's next for you? Let's say next six months. Next six months, I'm about to fuck the city up. Mm. My goal right now is to just bring all type of heat to the summer. So if y'all feel like it's extra hot out there, that's me. That's me. I'm bringing 300 degrees behind me. Um, I just see myself really just back, back how I was, but further than what I was. Mm. Working with more people, people that I really want to work with. Um, I just recently shot a video with Voice Too Hard in LA. He's like one of the dopest cameramen out there in LA. He's booming like crazy right now. I've been wanting to shoot with that man for two years. So for me to start my comeback with a visual from him, mm -hmm. my six months is looking like it's going to be great. So six months, just look for more projects, more features, more collaborations, more music clothes because mm. i'm getting into branding myself merch. again merch like crazy um i started with the slides but this time we finna just go ahead and up at another level i'm making outfits all of that so just see me all over sacramento in six months social media social platforms. media instagram kayla chanel k-a-y-l-a-c-h-e-n-e-l-l-e -L -L -E. the shirt uh, the hoodie the sweatshirt you see this <laughs> Everything is the same. I'm not really that hard to find if you spell it correctly. I'm on Spotify now. I'm on iTunes now. I'm on Instagram Story. You type my name in in the little music section, my stuff gonna pop up. Um, YouTube, of course, Facebook, um, iHeartRadio soon, Pandora soon. Um, so yeah, you know, just keep on looking out for me. Like I said, my birthday is tomorrow. I'm dropping a single tomorrow featuring my brother Trap Dez. The song is called All Black. Tao, I like this, produced it. The hottest producer in Sacramento, California. So y'all tap in with Tao and quit playing. Yeah. Um, I'm working on three projects right now. I got one almost finished. So that one's going to be on the way, produced by Yujo. Shout out to my man Yujo. Straight out of Africa. And you feel me? I got a whole project from him. So yeah, y'all look out for that. Me and Tao got an EP coming soon. That'll be the second one. And then I got a mixtape with no name yet. So look out for that. 
My goal is to drop six projects this year, and I feel like I can do it because my mojo is here. So, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> hey, man, well, you know what? Yeah, we'll for sure have a part four. Five, whatever number we're we on, on next time. So, <laughs> all right, until next time, WMFT.TV, and we're out. Cause I don't want a nigga, I'ma keep that shit for real, ayy I've been up all night for four days Tryna run that bag in every way If you need that pack, I got cash Pound on top of pounds, heavyweight He put his face all in my ocean The way he flick his tongue, I'm ghosting Swear to God, he snatched my soul And had me caught up in the moment Okay, it's Wood Model for Toys, it's not three, buddy